The Durham probe has turned up a criminal. There's a shocker. But I hope more shoes will drop because I don't think this one is as big a deal. Uh, Sleepy Creepy Joe has already had a bad week. It's Monday. Uh, and he still has to give an hour-long speech at the UN tomorrow. Okay, can I say the quiet part out loud right now? His presidency is over. But first off, let's go to the students of LSU on Saturday during the college football game. They decided to have uh, give their own political commentary for the Biden administration's successes and failures during his presidency. Let's listen. Nice. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. How you guys doing? I hope you had a great weekend. I was actually going to do a podcast on Saturday, and then I got over it. I decided to celebrate Yom Kippur a little bit late, even though I'm not Jewish, and that was my excuse for not doing it. But I, I'm going to do one this Saturday, and it's going to be fun. It's just going to be a fun one. So, um, apparently, uh, finally been a break in this Russiagate probe uh, for Donald Trump. Uh, an attorney who represented Hillary Clinton's failed 2016 presidential campaign was indicted on Thursday for allegedly lying. This is from the Daily Wire, by the way. Lying to law enforcement officials during the 2016, 2016 meeting about who he was representing when he presented information about the Trump and Russia to the Bureau. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I, 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 you got to wonder about the FBI, right? You really got to wonder about the FBI. Because I don't know how they didn't already know this stuff and how they didn't already know he was lying and why it took three years for anyone to figure out that this guy was lying. Everybody and their mother, you, you, maybe, okay, anyway, I'll get to this, because it, it's really just bizarre that a guy who sits in a trailer and does a, a freaking podcast once a day uh, knows things that the FBI doesn't know. And I'm sorry, I'm not the most well-informed. I guarantee you more people, a lot of people knew about this. So here's what Reuters reported. Quote, Michael Sussman, a partner of uh, Perkins Coie, who also represented the Democratic National Committee in connection with the Russia's hack of the organization, is accused of making false statements during a September 19, 2016 meeting with former FBI General Counsel James Baker. This marks the second criminal case Durham has filed so far since the attorney General William Barr tapped him in 2019 to investigate U.S. officials who probed the Trump-Russia contacts. Michael Sussman is a garbage human being. No, I'm sorry, that's not from Reuters, that's from me. Michael Sussman is a garbage human being. You may remember his name because he was an attorney for the Hillary Clinton campaign. By the way, we knew that in 2016-2015. This wasn't a secret. I knew that in 2016, 2015. Then he was appointed 
to the Mueller investigation. And everyone kept saying, like me, how could this guy be appointed to the Mueller investigation when he's an attorney for Hillary Clinton? We all knew this. For some reason, the FBI didn't know this. And by the way, that's half the reason conservatives thought this this freaking investigation is bunk. You got nothing but pro-Hillary Clinton people on him in it, and Sussman was one of them. We all knew this. It was crap. We were even talking about Sussman being on this panel because he was so anti-Trump. The Daily Wire reported, Durham reportedly found that Sussman told James Baker during the meeting in 2016 that he was not representing any client when he sought the meeting. However, in 2017, deposition for Congress, Sussman testified that he sought the meeting on behalf of an unnamed client who specializes in cyber security. Duh. This is the big problem with lying all the time. Eventually, you can't keep the lie straight. The truth is very, very easy to keep straight. Lies, not so much. And he had been telling so many lies to so many people, as we find out, including Mueller. Which, Mueller, I'm sorry, I don't see him as much more sentient than, than Biden is, because I heard Mueller during his, his, when he released his report in front of Congress, he couldn't seem to find his butt from a hole in the ground. But anyway, according to the indictment, here's the indictment, and I broke it up into two parts, okay? During the meeting, Sussman lied about his capacity in which he was providing the allegations to the FBI. Specifically, Sussman stated falsely that he was not doing his work on the aforementioned allegations for any client, which led the FBI general counsel to understand that Sussman was acting as a good citizen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, sorry, I cussed. I shouldn't have done that. Merely passing along information, not as a paid advocate or political operative. In fact, as and as alleged in further detail below, this statement was intentionally false and misleading because in assembling and conveying these allegations, Sussman acted on behalf of specific clients, namely, one, a U.S. technology industry executive at a U.S. US internet company. I'd love to find out who that is. I would love to find out who that, and we're gonna. Well, no, we might. We might not. Well, we're going to get to that in a few minutes. Is it Google? Is it Twitter? Is it Facebook? Or maybe it's not just Google, it's Alphabet, which is Google's parent company. And, continuing, number two, the Hillary Clinton presidential campaign. Oh, 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 God, that hurts. It continues, Sussman's lie was material because, among other reasons, Sussman's false statements misled the FBI. FBI general counsel and other FBI personnel concerning the political nature of his work and deprived the FBI of information that might have permitted it to more fully to assess and uncover the origins and of the relevant data and technical analysis, including the identities and motivations of Sussman's client. What is this basically saying? Um, he basically lied to Mueller. That's how he ended up on Mueller's 
deal on Mueller's uh, investigation team. Basically, this guy lied to get involved in the Mueller investigation to get rid of Trump. That's what it was. He never... I, I Again, I, I am in freaking shock that this guy... That no one ever knew this. Everyone knew this. It tells you how disconnected the swamp is, and I hate using that term, but it's true. It tells you how disconnected the swamp is to what everyone already knows. Everyone knew the Sussman guy was a leftist. Everyone knew he was part of the Hillary Clinton campaign, and everyone knew he was probably an operative working for Hillary Clinton during the Mueller investigation. Now, uh, this is a serious charge. It's a felony. He'll be disbarred if convicted. He pled not guilty like they knew he would. The Clintons and the media are waving this off as nothing. No big deal. But it is. It is a big deal. Because he's things are going to be brought up in court. If this goes to trial, it's going to be really embarrassing for a lot of people and can actually start more investigations. The Dems aren't going to be able to hide this. So I expect two things. Either Sussman is going to plead out He's actually going to plead guilty. He's actually going to serve like 14 days of jail time, which is a tra- travesty, and be disbarred. Or he's going to be end up dead somewhere in a jail cell or at his house or something like this with an apparent suicide. Okay, I know that's kind of conspiracy theory, but I'm sorry. Uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein was murdered. Durham, though, without saying anything specific, said that uh, more, but intimated that more indictments were on the way. I hope so. I'm going to be disappointed that a two-year investigation or three-year investigation into one of the most corrupt uh, uh, investigations, that being the Mueller investigation in American history, only leads to a crappy lawyer getting 14 days in jail. I think that would be horrid. And that's why I'm not holding my breath. I'm sure there are going to be more. And I, I guarantee, but I will guarantee you one thing. This is going to be the biggest indictment. Because this guy's a piece of trash. Not shocked he was lying. Okay. So this is going to be the longest part of our podcast. It's going to be made up of like 17 pieces of news. Um, Joe Biden's already having a bad week and it's Monday. And... <laughs> He still has to talk in front of the UN, like I said in the introduction, and I don't think he can actually get a sentence out straight, and he needs to talk to them for more than 15, 20 minutes. He's going to have to talk to them for like an hour. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that works out. That's going to be tomorrow. So don't be shocked if on Wednesday we have a longer podcast talking about his speech to the UN. I think it should be very, very interesting. But, you know, with all the disasters that happened on Thursday and Friday of last week, that's going to make his week, this week, suck. He decided to do what old Joe does and takes a vacation again. This is like his third scheduled vacation. I think he skipped one, but this is like his third scheduled vacation in the last month and a half. But that's okay. He's got a lot to deal with when he gets back. And guess what? He just landed in Washington, D.C., about 10 minutes ago. Folks, it's almost 1 o'clock in Washington, D.C., 1 p.m. 
So apparently he doesn't see a lot of the problems as being real problems that he has to deal with right away. So the first thing he said last week was that he was a capitalist while in the same breath he's excited about taking all your money away through taxes. Now we got to be careful with this because I know Joe Biden said he's not going to take away money from everybody. That's just an outright dead lie. Okay, this is what he said, quote, and I didn't play the, I didn't get the, the soundbite. I'll just read it to you. Quote, big corporations and the very wealthy are doing very well before the pandemic. That's why I've said, starting back in my campaign for president, that it's not enough to build back. We have to build back better than before. And that's how it all begins. I'm not out to punish anyone. I'm a capitalist. <laughs> <clears throat> oh God, I hope somebody is around here who knows CPR because I may start having a heart attack laughing so hard. Anyway, if you can make bill a million or a billion dollars, that's great. God bless you. All I'm asking you is you pay your fair share. Pay your fair share just like the middle class folks do. Oh my God, I hate this. Thing. But that isn't happening now. Okay, a couple of things here. Actually, more than a couple of things. One, the Democrats are always ta talking about taxing wealth, okay? So let's take a look. What does that mean? Well, first off, there's a big difference between wealth and income. So if we look at Jeff Bezos, for example, his worth is in the tens of billions of dollars, okay? His wealth makes him about $10 billion. Let's say, let's say $10 billion. I don't know what it is offhand. I really don't care. But let's just say he's worth $10 billion. That's not his income. He's not paying taxes on his wealth because his wealth isn't realized. It's in, it's in things like stocks. It's in things like investments. If I buy, again, this is the same thing. If I buy a stock that is unrealized wealth, I have to sell the stock in order to declare it as income. Jeff Bezos pays a lot of taxes. He just pays it based on his wealth. As Ben Shapiro said in his podcast, you know, a lot of guys, not CEOs, they take $1 a year salaries, but they develop wealth through a parachute program if they get fired or they quit and through stock options. That's unrealized wealth. Now, are they wealthy? Yes. Are they? Is, is their income high? No, it's $1. That's how they're basically screwing the government out of taxes, which taxes are theft. So I really don't give a damn if they, they support it. I also want to point out, it was the government shutdown of the entire economy during the pandemic, which is really supported by the Democrats. I mean, look at California, look at Florida. Florida is completely open. All businesses are open. California, shut down. That made the rich, like Amazon richer. I mean, there was a point I couldn't buy anything because everything was closed. And I had to actually order it through Amazon. Now, I have no problem ordering through Amazon. It's a great service. But you can't sit there and, and blame the rich for getting richer when they're doing a service that's a great service. I hate Jeff Bezos. I hate his politics. I think he's a snake in the grass. I think he wants to eliminate small business, anything that compete, uh, competes with him. I get that. But he still has a great service, so I keep using Amazon. 
I still use Amazon Prime. I mean, and before the economy was shut down, we were doing great economically. You know what we need to do is what Trump did before the pandemic hit is leave the economy alone. Don't stop spending. Stop raising taxes. Let the economy grow. It will grow. But, you know, this is what what, uh, Chuck Schumer said. Hey, we get a chance now to change the entire country. They want to change the entire country, and they're using this catastrophe to do it. The other thing I can't stand is this Build Back Better thing is really annoying. I know he's trying to steal from Trump the MAGA Make America Great Again. And, and I mean, he keeps saying, Trump to this day in his rallies keeps saying, Make America Great Again. Yeah, well, that's a great slogan. Even MAGA. I mean, it's a powerful thing. That's why they, that's why when they said, uh, Keep America Great, CAG, I, it's like it didn't work and they dropped it, right? It was, it didn't work. So they kept MAGA. Well, that's that's what it is. So build that back better is just a bad thing. Also, Joe Biden is far from a capitalist. He's been sucking off the teat of the government since he was 29 years old when he was elected as a senator. Heck, he couldn't even be a senator at 29 when he was elected. He's never done anything in his miserable life that can be likened to capitalism. He has not hired one person. He has never run a business. He doesn't, he's not a capitalist by any stretch of the imagination. Finally, the wealthy do pay their fair share. This is the most annoying freaking thing. It's the middle class and the lower class, the poor class that don't pay their fair share. The top 50% in this country in income pay all the net taxes. And I, I talk to Josie about this all the time because she doesn't understand. Well, what do you mean? You, I said, I pay taxes. I get nothing back from the government. I make more than she does. I don't make as much as $400,000, but I don't pay. I, I do pay taxes. I get nothing back. You pay taxes throughout the year. You get $10,000, $11,000 back. You, your net taxes, you, you don't pay any net taxes, even though you make good money. She will. When she sits there and starts making money, and she, we talked about this this weekend. She, I said, "You just wait until you start making some real money. You're gonna, you're going to be paying taxes, a lot of taxes. The poor pay zero. It's a lie, made to split the country. It's a lie that plays on the envy and the envy and greed of the other, the part of the country that doesn't make a lot of money." That's what it's about. Finally, if the wealthy have to pay higher taxes and the wealthy are the people employing people, who do you think is going to suffer? Yeah, it's going to be the worker. Because here's the thing, CEOs, business owners, they're going to continue their lifestyle. They're not going to they're not going to they're just going to fire people. How do we know this? Well, first off, it's economics 101. I mean, it's just it's because it's been done before. John F. Kennedy, who I thought was a pretty decent president, not great. He didn't have a lot of time. He had a lot of problems in his first in his first couple of years with, with Russia and Cuba. John F. Kennedy lowered the tax on the wealthy from 90% to something like 40%. 
because he knew people were not working. Ronald Reagan became a Republican because he he said this is stupid. I'm being taxed. Why am I? Why am I? Ninety percent. And of course, it's never 90% because these guys always have tax shelters. These guys know how to get around the taxes. What they end up doing is they end up not working. So the rich end up not working. And who gets screwed? It's the cameraman. It's the boom operator. It's it's the guys Ronald Reagan worked with that got screwed because they didn't have jobs because Ronald Reagan, a famous actor, would not act because there was no point in working for nothing. Okay, as the Daily Wire reports, as the Daily Wire's Ben Johnson detailed in August, Internal Revenue Service data from 2018 show that the top 1% of American earners paid more in federal income tax than the bottom 90% of income earners combined. Additionally, 61% of taxpayers paid no taxes last year, and the bottom half of taxpayers paid less than 3% of all income tax. Biden also claimed that only the wealthy will pay more taxes. That's a flat-out lie. We're not going to raise taxes on anyone making under $400,000, said Biden. That's a lot of money. Some of the liberal friends are saying it, would be, it should be lower than that. But only corporations and people making over $400,000 a year are going to pay additional tax. Not only will no one making under $400,000 see their taxes go up, the middle class are going to get some tax cuts, some breaks. This is a BS lie. I mean, they want to raise nicotine and alcohol tax. Yeah, that's going to affect the lower class. That's a lie. It's an absolute lie. And the other way it's going to affect, people are going to lose their jobs. This is what causes stagnation in the country, is this crap. And do you know how we know this? Every big government president, Woodrow Wilson, FDR, um, Jimmy Carter, Barack Obama, every time they raise it, it ends up stagnating the economy. So it's crap. But that's not all it is. Oh, Biden's got some stuff to deal with this week. There's going to be a huge problem facing the Biden administration when it comes to the uh, raising the debt ceiling. Now, we reached the debt. We are reaching the debt limit of like thirty trillion dollars. We're paying twenty nine trillion. What will happen if we don't raise the debt limit? We will not be able to borrow money to pay off our debt. That could lead us to defaulting to loans from other countries. If we default, we could end up being able to fund the government. We will not be able to fund the government and even might be under austerity programs. If you don't know what austerity is, it means that the countries that we defaulted to can actually say how to structure our economy to get us back on track. Yeah, is that what you want? You want China to tell us how to actually structure our economy? That'd be a great idea. But this also includes ending or suspending certain programs that a lot of people have come to depend on. Some Republicans are saying that it's best not to raise the debt limit and suffer. We should default because we need to control our wild spending. And we need to control spending like that $3.5 trillion budget bill that's out there. They want Biden to own the debt. 
And they want Biden to, okay, figure out how to cut it and actually deal with the debt. Like I said, our debt's at $29 trillion. It's out of control, and we need to control it. Or someone is going to control it in the future. One way or another, someone's going to have to take responsibility for that debt. At this point, it's looking like our kids and grandkids are going to be dealing with this debt. I think we need to suffer now so that we can actually control it to the point that our kids can deal with it. So I'm not necessarily against raising the debt ceiling. We've been doing this 70 times since the 60s, and nothing has been put into control. It's always been dumped into the, uh, into the future. And I don't want my kids dealing with this. I want my kids free. I want my kids making their money and not being taxed all the hell. I would rather be taxed now to get that debt under control than actually go out there and dump it on my kids. Oh, oh, that's not all he's going to be dealing with, with this weekend, this week. Um, France is pissed at Joe Biden and the Biden administration. So here's the story. France was supplying Australia with submarines using technology that was given to France by the United States. So United States would give them tax, uh, give them uh, technology on standard submarines, not nuclear submarines. They would build the submarines and they would sell them to Australia. It brings in money to uh, uh, France and France would pay us for the technology and it was a win-win for everybody. Without informing France, without saying a word about it, the United States got into a deal with Australia in order to better arm Australia against the threat of China in the South, Southern South Seas. Uh, part of the deal was to supply Australia with nuclear submarines, which undercut France completely. France got pissed. They canceled an event last week to celebrate the great relationship between France and the United States. And then France pulled their ambassadors from the United States and Australia. Does that sound like that was a good idea? <coughs> Maybe you wanted to let France in on what's going on instead of just screwing France. Once again, Joe Biden has screwed up another foreign policy situation. This guy was supposed to be a guru and heavily experienced in foreign policy. Don't forget... Joe Biden was the only person in the Obama administration that opposed the raid on Osama bin Laden, that killed Osama bin Laden. Just an absolute disaster this guy is. And the hits just keep on coming and all has to be discussed this week. So some of the disasters, the Del Rio Bridge is not holding, is now holding over 14,000 illegal aliens, mostly from Haiti. Democrats and Republicans in Texas are both saying that something needs to be done. The temperature over there is 120 degrees and Border Patrol is busy trying to make sure these people don't all stroke out because there is no shade over there. People are actually sitting underneath straw-built houses. Even the DHS Secretary, Department of Homeland Security Secretary, under Obama says this is a disaster and needs to be addressed immediately. The drone strike that killed Afghani, uh, that killed supposedly a, an ISIS-K terrorist, actually ended up being an aid worker who was helping the United States while they were occupying. It also killed his seven children. 
the announcement pointed out that the United States got their intelligence from the Taliban because we have no operatives on the ground. We don't know what's going on. So much for that over-the-horizon capability that the United States has. The Taliban is not allowing planes out of Afghanistan anymore. And today, the Senate, today, this morning, the Senate parliamentarian stated that the pathway to citizenship for illegal aliens, which was included, trying to be snuck in to that $3.5 trillion package for the budget, is not legal. That is awesome. That means the bill cannot is not up for reconciliation. It can't use reconciliation where you just need a majority vote and it can't the filibuster can't be used. Now the filibuster can be used. You got idiots like Ilhan Omar who are screaming that it's only a recommendation. Okay, well go vote for it because the Senate's just going to run a filibuster on it and they're going to require 60 votes. And I don't even think they've got 48 votes to tell you the truth. I, I Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin have both said no to the deal because it's just way too much spending. What will probably end up happening is the bill will be have to be re uh, redesigned. And it's going to be pushed back till probably next year. That is fantastic because no one is going to vote on this bill during an election cycle. It basically, Joe Biden's presidency is over if that bill doesn't pass. And everyone admits it. So, but, but what is Joe Biden doing? What is Kamala Harris doing? Well, Joe Biden is in Delaware on vacation. Again, third vacation, third scheduled vacation in the last month and a half. Riding a bike and not answering any questions like he normally does. What's Kamala doing? Um, she's doing the coin flip at a college football game. And she's going to be on The View on Friday. Nothing says leadership like being there to handle the situations, right? But the president, Biden's presidency might be in much bigger trouble than even we thought. That's because old Joe is starting to lose his best friend, the media. Even far leftists, even a far leftist like Chuck Todd on MSNBC is saying this crap is really bad. Listen to this. Well, look, I think he's got a, a, a pretty big uh, credibility crisis on his hands because all of these problems in some ways showed up after he said something basically the exact opposite. Afghanistan withdrawal wasn't going to be messy. This wasn't going to look like Saigon. Uh, the booster shots, he came out and he essentially said that eight months and even indicated maybe we should start it as soon as five months. Now we're not sure if anybody under 65 is going to get a booster shot. Uh, so, you know, he's had, and of course the border has been, you know, whether this is, you could, we can talk about the border problems. You could say there's years in the making, but the, the, it's pretty clear we have a bigger problem now than we've had in years. And this is a, these policies have turned into becoming a magnet. So he's got a lot of work to do. The UN speech, look, he's got some credibility issues on the world stage, uh, are, uh, to see, make sure that people still view uh, America as a, not just a stable democracy, but a competent uh, leader of the free world right now. So look, it's got a lot of work to do. I think... I forgot about the, uh, I forgot about the, <laughs> the uh, booze, COVID booster shot thing. Biden promised that booster shot and this week the FDA said, no, may, may, we may not need a booster. 
we may need a booster. There's just not enough information. And he's in trouble. He's in big trouble. Because people are now beginning to... I'm sorry. They opened the curtain on the wizard. And he is looking incompetent. He's looking lost. He doesn't look like he's in touch. He's screaming mask mandates and every no one's wearing a mask. I This could be end. Okay, well, that's about it. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com so that you can actually uh, read some of, look at some of the video and uh, connect to some of the uh, multiple links. Have a good day. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.